Good morning for Tuesday, August 18, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. ISIS lures with jihad and girl power. Facing a gap, Clinton warms to big donors. And with exports stalling, China risked devaluation. In today's national news headlines, states move to cut funds for abortion provider. U.S. budgets funds to treat heroin abuse in the Northeast. And the military will join the fight on Western wildfires. In today's business headlines, Bezos says callous behavior won't be tolerated. QVC owner buys flash sales site at a discount and a roundup of the busy stocks on Wall Street. And there'll be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Joan O'Sara. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from London, ISIS lures with jihad and girl power. Katrin Benhold has the story. The night before Khadiza Sultana left for Syria, she was dancing in her bedroom. It was a Monday during the February school vacation. Her niece and close friend, at 13, only three years younger than Khadiza, had come for a sleepover. The two girls giggled as they gyrated in unison to the beat. The scene in her bedroom, saved on the niece's cell phone on February 16th and replayed dozens of times by Khadiza's relatives since, shows the girl they thought they knew, joyful, sociable, funny, and kind. As it turned out, it was also the carefully choreographed goodbye of a determined and exceptionally bright teenager who'd spent months methodically planning to leave her childhood home in Bethnal Green, East London, with two schoolmates and follow the path of a friend who'd already traveled to the territory controlled by the Islamic State. On Tuesday, Khadiza told her mother that she was going to spend the day in the library. She grabbed a day pack and promised to return by 4.30 p.m. That night, the family realized something was wrong. Her mother had checked Khadiza's wardrobe and found that besides some strategically arranged items, it was empty. That's when I started panicking, Khadiza's oldest sister, Halima Kanom, 32, said in a recent interview with the family home. Early the next morning, her family reported Khadiza missing. An hour later, three officers from the counter-terrorism squad of the Metropolitan Police knocked on the door. We believe your daughter has traveled to Turkey with two of her friends, one said. The next time Kanam saw her sister was on the news. Grainy security camera footage showed Khadiza and her two 15-year-old friends, Shamim Begum and Amira Abbasi, calmly passing through security at Gatwick Airport for Turkish Airlines Flight 1966 to Istanbul, and later boarding a bus to the Syrian border. These images turned the three Bethnal Green girls, as they've become known, into the face of a new troubling phenomenon. Young women attracted to what experts like Sasha Havlicek, a co-founder and the chief executive of the Institute for Strategic Dialogue, call a jihadi, girl power subculture. An estimated 4,000 Westerners have traveled to Syria and Iraq, more than 550 of them women and girls to join the Islamic State, according to a recent report by the Institute. 
asked by their families during sporadic phone calls and exchanges on social media platforms why they'd run away, the girls spoke of leaving behind an immoral society to search for religious virtue and meaning. For the girls, joining ISIS is a way to emancipate yourself from your parents and from the Western society that has let you down, Havlicek said. For ISIS, it's great for troop morale because fighters want Western wives. And in the battle of ideas, they can point to these girls and say, look, they're choosing the caliphate over the West.